Have you been looking for your keys to success? You have found the best place to start. We will hear from professionals on different keys to success in building huge careers in and outside the mortgage industry. These conversations that each person will share their experience will allow you to hear nuggets on finding your keys to success. I'm your host, Sue Meitner, so let's get started and grab your keys. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Grab Your Keys with Sue Meitner. I am super excited today to welcome Jack Daly to Grab Your Keys. It is an amazing honor to have Jack with us. Jack is probably one of my favorite people in the industry. I met him in 2010, and I was just a new CEO with my new mortgage company. And um, for some reason, I kept on being drawn to a little talk that he was doing back in Charlotte. And I kept on being drawn to his room because this energy was like coming out of the room. And I just loved everything he was saying. He probably thought I was a stalker. So um, (laughs) welcome, Jack. And I'm super excited to chat and talk to you a little bit about your past, about all the exciting things you're doing, and um, have some great content. Absolutely. Sue, a pleasure. And while I was in the backstage waiting to come into you, uh, I saw the the little moniker on you with your kind of highlighted bullet points. And I'm going, oh, that was really nice. She put that up for me. (laughs) Professional, entrepreneur, speaker, author. And I'm like, hey, that's who I am. That is who you are. That is who you are. Speaker, coach, author. The list goes on and on, has lived on the East Coast, grew up on the East Coast, now on the West Coast in uh, sunny California. And um, Jack, I told you while we were uh, waiting that uh, hyper sales growth, every one of the loan officers that comes to Centennial Lending gets it. But I loved your Jack Daly life by design. So um, what have you decided why have you decided to share your knowledge with so many people 10 books wow did you ever think you would write 10 books uh i did think that i would write a couple books but uh it's kind of like i didn't think that i would run more than one marathon and ended up running a hundred marathons right um it's just crazy stuff um, when I found when I found people so receptive to what ideas I was sharing, uh, it instilled with me, hey, could I could I give more? And uh, the most recent book on Jack Daly's Life by Design is so different than the other nine because it's 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 about uh, leading your personal life on an exceptional level without costing you success on your business. And one of the things that really nags at me, Sue is that so many business people have a successful business, but when I look at their life, it's not as joyous as it could be and should be. We only have one life to live. We should make it memorable. Yeah. Right. And I know that I've gone to you for advice at times and that has been instilled in me. And that's one of the reasons that I turned over the CEO keys <laughs> at one point in time, just because I really wanted a better life. And I think that lots of people struggle with that, but you can have a great balance. Like I do believe as I 
became a better person in, in organizing my life, I've been able to do more and help more people. Do you find that the more organized you are and the more you time block and write everything down, that that's a strategy for success? Absolutely. And in fact, I'm going to steal this line from Vern Harnish. And I know that you know Vern, yeah. but um, routine will set you free, right? Uh, and so um, my whole life has been all about systems and processes, systems and processes. Now, I talk about that extensively on the business side, but right. what about on the personal side? I, I met my, my first wife, and I, I'll refer to Bonnie that way. I, as you know, I lost her to cancer five years ago. But we had 47 years of marriage together. And, uh, and I would find where I would say, hey, we're going to go out on Saturday night, and we have a 7 o'clock appointment for dinner. And about quarter to 7, I would say, um, are, you, are you close to being ready? We need to get going. And she'd say, yeah, I just need to find, and you fill in the blank, my keys right. or, or my sunglasses. And um, I put a rack right next to the entry of the house where you could put keys. So we didn't have to spend 30 minutes each time we go out of the house looking for the keys, right? It's a process. And so if we get organized and we set up a number of routines, then we'll get more out of that proverbial 168 hours that we have each week to use. How do you find the energy to do all the things that you do? Where, where, where do you find that inside you? Well, uh, look, you know, my, my, I, 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 some of it's genetic. Uh, you know, my, 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 some people ask me, when did you first get into speaking? And I said, well, my mom told me that uh, when I was little, I, I would get hungry during while I, was, while I was sleeping and I would go down and open up the refrigerator door. The light would go on and I would do 15 minutes. So that energy has been there for a long, long time. But energy comes to um, from what one of the three things that I think are really invaluable in positioning you for success. And that is um, staying fit, healthy and exercising. Right. And as you know, because we're social media friends and so forth, and I try to inspire people to get off their butts and be active. Uh, I'm uber active uh, when it comes to taking care of my fitness. And if you were to go to my website um, at jackdailysales.com, all of my goals are there. And the entire first page is all about metrics on what I wanted to accomplish on my health. And that includes doctor visits, and they're all there with specific times and dates. And I log and make sure that I'm taking care of myself physically. And, and let me just add one thing. Uh, this is sort of fun, but uh, when I was when I was 68 years old, which is a few years back, but when I was 68 years old, my doctors examined every test that they could do on me and said that I was equivalent of a 39 year old male at 68 years old. Uh, uh, my kids are 42 and 50. Uh, I tell them that all the time. I could kick your butt, you know. You, you can definitely kick their butt, most likely, and mine too. So <laughs> I'm not going to challenge you to that in any way, shape, or form. So what? So exercise, staying fit, they're, they're one of the three keys to success. What would you say the other two keys to success are when we're defining the three keys to success? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question. Uh, one of them is goal focus. 
uh, knowing where you want to go to and what you what will be success. Too many people, mm-hmm. my audiences, have difficulty defining what success would be for them. If you can't define it, you can't make a, a plan and a route to get there. And so, you know, I would challenge people listening in today. Uh, we're in we're in the middle of June. In the last five and a half months, whatever you worked on. Had, did that get you close to your, to your definition of success? Because those days are not coming back. And so uh, having a, a dialed in goal set. So, you know, in my book, Jack Daly's Life by Design, I tell the story of interviewing successful people when I was 13. And uh, one of the things that they, they mentioned to me was how important it was to have your goals and having them in writing and sharing them with other people. And I have been doing that now for 60, six zero years from 13 to today at 73. So that's one of the keys. And then the other one that I would give you is grit, G-R-I-T. And, you know, we're, we're hopefully we've got loan originators that are listening in here. And what I tell people, because I spent 25 years in the mortgage business and in every role that you can think of, and, you know, I was, we're, we're going through, uh, in, you know, interest rate uh, uh, anxiety right now because right. we've lifted rates a bit. Well, when I was out on the street originating, uh, 30-year fixed rates were 17.5%. Um, and right. so I would tell you is G-R-I-T, never, ever, ever give up. And so I'm dogged in my pursuit of my goals. So staking, taking care of yourself physically, it has to be a priority. And then focusing on the things that are going to move you towards your goals and don't ever give up. Yeah. Don't ever give up. I totally agree with that. Do you think that your goal, your strategies of those three keys to success might change over time? Or do you think those are three core keys um, that really do for me, those three have been cemented since I was a teenager. They've worked for me to date. They're not changing. They're not changing. Yeah, that's awesome. Not for um, me. I love the story that you tell um, about, you know, getting a job in the golf course and talking to the people. And they're the people who, if I'm not mistaken, you were interviewing those successful people of, and having that job, even at such a young age in the paper route, it really does show your grit of always, you know, taking it to another level. And you took everything to the 20th level that you could possibly take it to and just throw yourself into it. Yeah. Let's look at it. I look at my life today and it's no different than it was in any other previous decade. And I would capture it by saying this, I'm a lifelong learner. Right. I I, 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 I have such an appetite for learning. Last year, uh, I, I read 104 books. Uh, 80% 80% of which were business. And uh, I, I'm not building a business like you or owning a business. Uh, I'm not trying to grow a business. My business is a quality of life business, but I'm just intrigued with um, business and how to be better in, in life overall. Right. right. And so 104 books, but you know, we, one of the benefits of how do you get that done is I, most of them were audio and I find that most of the authors, when they're reading it, uh, I can jump it up to 1.5. Right. Uh, I do a lot of running. And so I've got my earbuds in and, uh, you know, I can average two to three books a week. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, who, do, who does Jack Daly admire? 
Yeah, you know, uh, I've had other people ask me that question. Uh, we're going to struggle here. Yeah, that's. I thought we might struggle a little bit. But I'm going to show you my struggle. The 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 when I look for names that people that are watching us would uh, recognize, um, gosh darn it, I, I just have a life of disappointment. Uh, you know, it, let, let's just go back and just say uh, one of those people might have been, I would have said, Bill Cosby. And then then you get your heart broken, right? Right. Uh, you know, he was America's dad on the TV show and he and he did and he did so many things charitable wise and so forth. But but we get disappointed by people. You know, I'm very business oriented. So some some guys I admire uh, are, you know, Elon Musk, uh, Steve Jobs, uh, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Bezos. I mean, think about what those three people are yeah. doing, the pushing us in the world and making a dent in the universe. They're 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 like incredible people to admire on one hand, but each one of them has, I found that is, is tarnished. Uh, and if you read the biographies on each of those three people, uh, you just get disappointed with some of their behavior. Right. The closer I get to people, the more I can align myself with people I admire. So here's the big word for me, uh, integrity. Integrity. Right. That that's the those are the people that I I would I align with in terms of, of, of admiring. So I could tell you about uh, a kid that I met in kindergarten who wrote the foreword for my most recent book. His name's Rick Iving, and we we have we've been together our whole lives. So you really have. And and you know it's an amazing journey, and I. I know Rick and he'll never disappoint me. Um, my wife, Bonnie, was 47 years of marriage and 52 years that we were friends and in a relationship. Uh, I, she sacrificed for everyone because that was her special sauce and you could always count on her. Um, and then if I go into the history books, I, I could tell you, you know, Walter Isaacson wrote a great book on Ben Franklin. And the autobiography of Ben Franklin, as you know, I grew up in the Philly area. So there's Mr. Franklin. Yeah. But, you know, you know, he was he was he was challenging the system. Uh, he was bringing all kinds of things out of, of, of us as humans and taking us to a new level. Uh, and it didn't seem like I have the, the disappointments that I have today and some of our people that we should really admire. But um, they get tarnished along the way. Yeah. So everyone who's listening, we will take any questions that you have for Jack. Just put them in the comments and I'll read them out to him. But um, Jack, Life by Design is different than your other books. What um, what would you say you wrote? How did you write it differently? And, you know, what promoted prompted you to write this book? Yeah, well, so uh, I, I have led an unbelievable life. Uh, every five years, Sue, uh, I, I I put a photo book together that's called A Year in the Life of Jack Daly. I know. And I think I'm in one of those books. Uh, you are. <laughs> and, and so I take at least one photo every day uh, and some days merit more photos. They don't all make the book, but every day is represented by at least mm -hmm. one photo. And 
uh, I, I have those coffee table photo books in my family room and people come and visit and they start paging through and they all say the thing, same thing. In one year, you've led a life that most people won't live in their entire lives. True. And, and well, it's not by accident. It's by design. Right. Uh, it's with intention. Um, it literally is filled with systems and processes and so forth. So um, if I want to be selfish, I, I'll tell you the answer to, to why did I write the book? Because I want to impact my kids. I want to impact my grandkids, that type of thing, right? Um, that would be the personal selfish answer. The better answer is uh, I, I, I would love to infect the world with that type of, of, of life. That, that, gosh, wouldn't it be great if everyone could do this? And they can. So, you know, I, I visualize, well, let me show you this one. I, I, I'm sorry that I am keep going on, but watch this. Yeah, it's good. Just, just, just 10 days ago, I got an email from a, a nine-year-old boy. And, he's, and he said, I just want to really thank you for writing Jack Daly's Life by Design. He said, I now have ambition. I have, here's my top three goals. One of his top three goals was to get straight A's in school this year. Uh, and he said, and I'm going back and putting a bucket list together. And I, I just wanted to take a moment and say, you're in, impacting people at every age, not just adults. Yeah, um, that's great. Oh. Like, how did you not love that? I know I gave um, for a grad, my daughter graduated from high school this year, and I gave some of the graduates this book because I feel like they're going into it. They might not read it right away, but they're going to be changing their life. They're starting a new chapter in their life. And if they get bored or they want to just put it on audio, it does help them. And I think that uh, it's a process of systems and processes. I wish I knew then what I know now. So we have a couple people asking some questions. Do you mind if we go to their, uh, some of their, we'll put some yeah. of their questions in. So before, um, before we do that, I, I just, you, you know, Devin Shane, uh, he's out of DC. Right. Uh, he sent me a photo this weekend. He gifted the book to a married couple on their marriage day. They're, they're the, the, the bride and groom are standing in their outfits with the book. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I love that. I, I should have put it with every single one of them in their white dresses and taken that picture. I'm going to take a page out of their book, of his book. Um, as well as staying physically healthy, how do you work on your mental health? Uh, look, uh, we, we, all, we all have ownership of our head. Uh, uh, my new wife, uh, who was a 20 plus year client, uh, is named Karen and she owns and runs an $80 million company. And she called me on the way home from work one day. And she said, man, I, I, I'm just having a really bad day. And I said, why would you choose to have a bad day? And there was a pause on the phone and she said, what do you mean choose to have a bad day? And I said, well, we own the space between our ears and I have chosen to not have a bad day. No matter what happens, if you're negative, there's a no vacancy sign on my forehead. Yeah. I invite negativity in and I'm just going to find the positives in life and I'm going to ignore the negatives and I'm going to focus on that which I have control over. So I, I, I you know, I, 
I don't worry about the 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 the, the pandemic, and right. I, you know, I don't worry about will the vaccine hurt me or not hurt me. Uh, should I should I should I be involved in in creating the vaccine? I failed science in high school. I'm I'm not I'm not going to worry about all that. Um, I'm going to stay within my lane and focus on that which I have control over. That's great. That's great. Lucy asks, what mo motivates you to stay active? Because it's written down, right? <laughs> uh, look, we all get we all get joy from different things. Uh, some people are joyful with sitting in the backyard and relaxing. Uh, Karen would have difficulty starting her day without her 20 minute meditation. Uh, if you asked me to meditate for 20 minutes and sit still, that that would uh, that would ruin me here. You know, like right. I'm, I'm like I got to stay away from that. I'm this this hyper guy. Uh, I, I, I you know, I, the joy of life is knocking things off the list. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the, the when I'm out exercising and staying active, I, I'm in a I'm in a Zen state. I'm in a beautiful, beautiful place. It is, it, my resting heart rate, Sue, is in the 40s. Wow. I mean, it's just, a, it's just a great, peaceful place to be for me. But I think everyone needs to find their place where they, they feel that way, right? Right. So Rebecca asks, um, how do you handle a setback? What motivates you to remain positive and keep going? I mean, you've had great setbacks, just because I know you personally. How, how do you handle those and keep keep going? Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the greatest setback in my life uh, was losing Bonnie. Uh, you know, February of 17, she was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer uh, and passed away on November 11th of 17, just nine months later. Um, when she was diagnosed, we both didn't know what stage four pancreatic cancer even meant. Uh, by that evening, we did and knew that it was a death sentence. And right then I just said, uh, I'm not speaking anymore. I'm not traveling anymore. Uh, I'm going to stay home with you and be supportive and fight the battle with you. And we'll do everything that we can to win this thing. No, even though the odds are against us. Uh, and, and, and quite frankly, uh, the very traumatic, forget about the personal side. I, I don't want to be bawling and crying here. Right. Uh, the personal side on the side, but, Bonnie and I early in life decided to divide and conquer. So I did certain things and she did certain things. I, imagine this. I went from my mom's house to Bonnie and my house in a single day when we got married. Right. So I had never, ever been on my own. And all of a sudden at 68 years old, my wife is gone. I right. never went in the kitchen uh, other than to pick up my meal. Uh, right. I, I, I didn't know how a microwave worked. I knew that we had a washer and dryer in the house, but I needed to find it. And then my son had to tell me how to operate it. Like, right. like I, 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 that's a huge setback. Focus on that, which you have control over. Uh, you know, I've had several bike accidents um, training for Ironman triathlons. I know you really hurt your leg re recently. Uh, Absolutely. And, and I, I, and I, there were races I couldn't participate in. So I registered for one six months later when I would be fully recovered. And then I'm going to focus on my recovery and the things I need to do that. Uh, it, it's all about 
moving forward. I, I would, you know, I'm going to recommend books along the way here. Of course, um, I love there, that. There, there's an incredible book called Mindset. And if you haven't read it, it should be in your top three of things to do. It's written by a woman by the name of Carol DeWick. And what she basically says is, um, we either have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. But what's interesting is that we're not born with one or the other. We get to choose at any moment in life. And so I have a growth mindset. Uh, I, I don't know what I can't do uh, unless I try. And I have this thing that says, let's just go try it. I didn't know how to swim at 58 years old, Sue. You know that. Yeah. And I ended up doing 15 full Ironmans. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy things. A fixed mindset person would say, well, I don't know how to swim and I'm 58 years old and the Ironman is 140.6 miles of swim, bike and run. I'm, I, I, I can't do that. We right. don't know what we can or can't do unless we try. We and try. a growth mindset person doesn't worry about failing. Right. You're, to you're totally right. Chelsea asks, how do you find energy to be so physically motive after a long day at work? I guess it's between your ears if it's a long day at work. <laughs> uh, there's no there's no question about uh, it's it's the six inches between our ears. But here's one of the funny things I've experienced. Let's say that I have a full day speaking session with the same group and we start at eight in the morning. We finish at five. I'm on stage, they're in the seats. And at about 2.33 o'clock, I watch the body language. They're getting tired. They're wearing out. At three o'clock, my energy is higher than it was at nine in the morning because I feel the momentum. Um, if I put it in Ironman terms, an Ironman race takes me about 13 hours to finish. If I'm only at six hours of standing and speaking, I, I got a long race to go. So so that taking care of yourself fitness-wise transfers over to everything else. Yeah, that that's that's super important. And we have the last question, which is from our viewers, but then I'm gonna ask you my last question and I wanna stay um, cognitive to our time frame because um, I know you're super busy and I only have a slotted amount of time. <laughs> so, uh, and I actually, we just had another question come up. So I'm gonna do a couple more. What feeds your soul? What feeds my soul? Mm -hmm. Happiness of others around me. Uh, I, I, I love, to, I love to give people a joy. Uh, it, 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 it's why I do, it's why I coach people uh, is, to, is to open up the doors so that they can enjoy whatever joy is to them. And I ask everyone I coach, what is joyful for you? Right, that's, that's fantastic. Um, it, Remy says, hey Jack, I am terrible when it comes to being organized. I am trying to tackle my work life and personal life at the same time. How should I start tackling those without becoming overwhelmed? Uh, you've heard it before from me, Sue. So here it comes again. If you don't <laughs> have consistent, you are one. There are things that need to be done, but not necessarily done by you. Um, and so, you know, um, that sort of fell apart for a little bit when Bonnie passed away because all of a sudden I need to eat. And I don't know how to cook and I need to get cleaned and I don't know how to clean and all of those types of things. But I have assistants back doing those types of things. Right. Right. Um, 
we only have so many hours. So we ought, we need to find a way to focus on the things that are the most important and give us the most joy and satisfaction and outsource an awful lot of other stuff. You know, you t- you in the book, you mentioned my newspaper boy story. I had a newspaper route of, I grew it from 32 to 275 in a year and I hated delivering the papers. So I hired five kids to deliver the papers so I could sell more, right? That's how you get rid of this stuff. Get rid of the stuff you don't want to do so you can focus on the things that makes you happy. And if you're focused on the things that make you happy, you're on your road to success. Right. I have learned so much from every book that you've written. And I have learned even more by going to your sessions. So if anyone has the chance to go to one of your sessions, it's so important. But I will say that you constantly give, Jack, and I totally appreciate you and thank you for that and constantly giving because every time I listen to you, I hear something new. Um, What's in the future for Jack Daly? Well, before I tell you about my future, and I know we got to go in the time but 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 I just want you to know the peop- that part of your success is your relationship building. Uh, oh. I've been thousands and hundreds of thousands of people in my sessions, but I know Sue better than most because she's proactive. So when she sees on social media that I'm going to be making my way through Philly, you're the person who initiates action to say, hey, is there an opportunity we could get together for a glass of wine or dinner or what have you, right? Um, And I know that that isn't just with me. That is you. That's what you do with other people. And that's why- Because I love to learn. So we share a lot of the similarities, which I love. Besides, we both like red wine. Good red wine. Good uh, red wine. Drinking rock gut. Um, what, what's in the future for me? Um, it's a it's a very timely question. And, and, and this is an evolution, but not a revolution. But I am going to start to ease out of doing the professional speaking on the business side. Uh, I have my successor picked out. He's in London, England, but moving to Florida. He's just spent last week, all last week with me. We've come to terms on all that. So within about a year, I will probably be out of speaking on the business side and speaking about how to lead an intentional, exceptional life. Uh, My audiences, I I think, are going to be couples uh, so that I can bring uh, significant others in and and do joint bucket list and goal setting and all that because Bonnie and I really benefited by doing that. And then I'd like to go after the kids, uh, just like a nine-year-old kid. Uh, That would be fun. That's one part. The second part is I'm going to continue to do CEO coaching because I can do that from home. I have a new lady in my life and Karen. I want to travel the world with Karen. And I'm now at five grandkids that age from one to 13. And I want to just dive into my grandkids so yeah, that's, that's where so I'm fantastic. I wish you all the best. I will be always following you on social media, which you know. But as I said, hyper sales growth, my most favorite one. I super enjoyed this one. And Dave and I will be signing up for the couples class because we do need a bucket list. And I will be signing my children up for the early, early adulthood ones. <laughs> So maybe you could just make a little segment of early adult ones because I think Drew and Allison could use that 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 session for Jack. Hey, listen, 
Uh, look, the, the life by design, you can start at any age. If, if, if you made it through the book, you know that I have a chapter in there that says you're never too old. Uh, and in fact, I think that the viewer here today, listeners today would really benefit from this perspective. If I look back at my life, it has been one hell of a great ride full of accomplishments and, and, and events and world travel and so forth. But if you were to ask me um, uh, what my life looks like going forward, um, my best days are ahead of me. Right. They are for sure. And I, for sure. I get to choose. That's awesome. Jack, thank you so much for spending some time with me. We really appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'm always here for you. So everybody grab your keys and I look forward to seeing you on the next session. Virtual um, grab your keys. Virtual, virtual hug, virtual hug. So I'll hug your book. So <laughs> thank you so much, Jack. Have a great day. Yep. Bye. See ya. Thanks.